हेलो एंड वेलकम बैक टू द बाइक वाले पॉडकास्ट नाउ दिस इज अ स्पेशल एपिसोड वेल एवरी एपिसोड इज स्पेशल फॉर मी एज माई रेगुलर लिसनर्स वुड नो बट दिस इज एक्चुअली समथिंग अनयूजल दैट वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट टूडे एंड इन दिस एपिसोड वी आर ट्राइंग टू इंस्पायर मोर एंड मोर वुमेन टू गेट ऑन द मोटरसाइकिल एंड स्टार्ट राइडिंग दिस इज फॉर दोज हु हैव बीन होल्डिंग दमसेल्स बैक फ्रॉम गेटिंग ऑन द सैडल फॉर मल्टीपल रीजन्स दे माइट बी कंसर्न अबाउट सेफ्टी पीपल स्टेरिंग दैम एंड जजिंग दैम pressure from family and maybe they think riding is physically demanding now in this episode we'll talk about all these challenges different ways to overcome them and a lot of other things about women and riding and to talk on the subject we have for the first time on bike wale podcast our teammate ivana hi ivana welcome to the show hi anush thank you for having me here so a lot of us envy ivana for how free spiritedly she lives a life I mean and I'm not exaggerating here because traveling and riding motorcycles is a major part of a life uh, during lockdown uh, when most of us were sitting in the confines of our homes uh, she had moved to himachal for months and of course she was working from there because that's what uh, car wale demands or bike wale but she was also doing a lot of things which were making all of us jealous a lot so ivana uh, Why don't you tell us about your stint in Himachal? What were you doing there, and for how long were you there, and uh, where were you staying? What were you cooking? I'm, I'm. Uh, if I'm not wrong, you were cooking yourself, right? Yeah. So Anuj, uh, I was in Himachal for around a year. Hmm. So when the first uh, lockdown eased up, I was really done with sitting at home, and I was looking for a way to get out and you know, just be. Uh, around nature so initially it was just a one month trip that i planned so i went to this place called beer which is a small village in himachal famous for paragliding and other adventure activities so it was supposed to be like a weekend thing in beer and then i was supposed to go and visit other places yeah but uh, as it turned out i ended up spending a year there Right. and i in fact rented a house and i was riding motorcycles there because it just i had like fallen in love with the place and like the freedom and how air, the air was so fresh over there yeah so it was a really different experience for me and i thought what better time than then to like go out when everyone when the offices were shut Hmm. and they were not demanding us to come to work so i was like i'll better make use of it and yeah. be in i remember you telling me when you were back to bombay hmm. that the air is so polluted here you were craving yeah. about it all the time yeah was I, it that apparent or uh, noticeable so, the polluted air uh, in bombay so uh, to give you an idea the aqi in beer was 3 okay. while in bombay it was around 200 so wow. aqi is the air quality index so it was that much of a difference hmm. and you could feel it like when i used to come back to bombay to meet my family and all i used to literally feel that the air is massively polluted and you know even though like when we are living here on a daily basis we don't feel the difference correct but when you come from a place like that you can easily notice how polluted the air is in cities like bombay and delhi and and i'm know. sure you miss beer a lot right i do in fact like i am planning to go back again for a while 
because it just feels like you know so since i was there for a year uh, like it became like a second home home for me yeah so i still my friends still live there i have a lot of uh, attachment with that place so with every opportunity i think like i plan to go back there and mm. just be there for a while and if i'm not wrong riding was also a major part of your routine because yes. that's what we could make out from my pictures yes you had your own bike or you had uh, borrowed from someone so uh, my brother in law had lended me his motorcycle for a while like so he had a old thunderbird lying around mm. uh, in his garage and which he wasn't using and he was living in delhi so he told me why don't you take it and yeah. like since you are there you are like you know like it will be easier for you so i rode down the thunderbird from delhi to himachal okay and there was in fact a crash that happened during the ride which we'll get on to later yeah but it was another experience riding all the way from delhi there were detours because of the crash and i had to wait in kasoli till my leg got better hmm. so i was in kasoli for a week and then i rode back to beer and but like having a motorcycle there really taught me a lot about motorcycling and i can say like i'm a more experienced rider now because himachal has a lot of different terrains yeah like i got to do off road riding and riding on the gha- not ghats hills 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 mountains yeah so it definitely taught me a lot like yeah. those couple of months yeah. riding there so ivana uh, so motorcycling looks quite rosy from the outside but when right. we are talking about a woman riding around mm-hmm. in an unknown place uh, she doesn't uh, belongs to mm. it it you know a lot of women would think how safe would she be there right so had there been instances with you where you didn't feel uh, safe or were there was there a crash or you got stuck in a uh, you know at night somewhere in a dark situation uh mm, so uh, himachal is a very safe place for women in general and like riding in himachal was like a breeze for me like i would get a lot of encouragement from uh, people to ride more because they are like really sweet people the locals over there mm-hmm. and the people living there are like the most humble and you know like they are just very sweet giving yeah so for me riding in himachal uh, it wasn't an unsafe situation at all in fact like i was actually riding from this place called jibi to beer hmm. so it's like a 6 hour uh, journey so uh, there was this uh, checkpoint on nakabandi where this cop caught me because my uh, registration from was from a different state hmm. so he was ready to like you know just extract money or yeah. whatever but as soon as he came to know that like as soon as he realized that there's a woman riding the motorcycle hmm. he offered me tea and all he forgot all about the papers he made me sit down he was like aapne kaise shuru kiya ye how was it and like uh, because for them uh, it's a very new thing women going out and riding motorcycles hmm. so they were very like this is one of the incidents that happened which made me you know 
feel that okay like i don't like i'm safe here so yeah. it made me feel that way so but yeah in there are safety issues that might come up and it's not that it's totally unsafe but there are issues like so many times it does happen that some like it mostly happens here in bombay for me that uh, while riding some people some guys they realize oh there's a woman woman riding yeah so they might just start following you hmm. or they might you know try to race with you and just try to get very close to your bike and Correct. all of that so in those situations i would just say to like let them pass like hmm. and if you feel that you know there's some like it's getting uh, extreme or you know yeah so you can just go to the nearest maybe there are a lot of traffic policemen yeah. and police guys standing you can just go and complain but the most like what i have experienced is that once you slow down and let them pass they don't like try to like mm. because usually they want to show that oh you know i am also yeah. a big rider and all which is fine like i mean but this is what you can practice like women can practice like you know just letting them pass so how people say there are two sides of one coin so there are positive things about it there are negative things right. as you told us that in himachal uh, people were really encouraging right but uh, which is like sort of opposite in bombay right right the people have a lot of male ego which usually yeah, gets hurt when you true. overtake them right <laughs> yeah so that's true i mean i as much as possible i try not to hurt the male ego because <laughs> when i'm riding i just want to avoid i'm riding for my sake i'm not yeah. riding to you know please someone or you know but there are so many instances where you know of course like the male ego that you mentioned mm. it does get hurt like there have been instances where uh, like now for example i ride a thunderbird so there have been instances that uh, where like one friend of mine told another friend who also rides a thunderbird he was like you know females also ride this bike so it's you know so yeah. that kind of thing like you know people just associate yeah. yeah he uh, like now it's like a female oriented motorcycle or you know women can also ride this so it's not a big deal riding a bullet or something yeah. so i've seen this and many men they avoid sitting behind me because they feel that you know being seen behind a woman riding a motorcycle might yeah. make them yeah. look weak or you know <laughs> So yeah this is quite common like this happens on a very regular basis and mm. like you usually brush it off because you are like conditioned to like believe that you know men are only associated with motorcycles and yeah. so it's a conditioning that has happened in the long years of men motorcycles being marketed at men yeah. and just before the recording you were telling me a story why from where did this concept of motorcycling being a male oriented sport incepted right so uh, so motorcycles started gaining popularity or rather motorcycles uh, started uh, developing more around the time of world war 1 yeah so what happened was during the world war 1 motorcycles were being used a lot they had ramped up productions mm. and in fact harley davidson's 50% production was going to world war 1 so it was to get them around easy like quickly and in a more efficient manner yeah 
so there it started that you know uh, motorcycle started getting associated with masculine war fighting men mm. so and since then the image has not changed even civilians who are not fighting wars they thought like even guys civilian guys they thought oh it's an epitome of uh, masculinity so i would ride a motorcycle to look masculine yeah and women would avoid it because they would not want to look masculine and because it would hurt their feminine feminine qualities or whatever correct so that's how it started and it still continues to be the same and even though the world is shifting our perceptions are changing yeah. but this segment is still like of course now there are a lot more women riders mm. but still there are a lot of inhibitions and stereotypes around this yeah which i hope like by the end of this uh, recording we might <laughs> change or so um, till now we have spoken about only people outside your uh, let's say uh, your life or your family but how how does your uh, family react to it your relatives or your close friends what is their approach towards this so do they support so initially even my family was not supportive because of the safety aspects of it which is quite understandable because uh so my dad was also an avid motorcyclist oh. and he like he reduced or maybe like he stopped riding as much because he got into a very major crash which had him like his leg had to be operated and oh. you know so for them it was a safety aspect of it hmm. and but uh later on they got used to the idea and in fact now my dad my mom they boast about it that you know my daughter rides a bullet and all of that but there are some relatives that are still like they think that you know you like now they think that i might intimidate men hmm. in especially marital prospects and you know <laughs> which is like a very stupid thing but yeah. like you know they have this notion that you know uh, like it's a very intimidating quality Correct, yeah. and you might uh, like intimidate men who are interested or whatever Correct. which doesn't make sense to me but uh, that's, that's how we are conditioned yeah. yeah so in your case it looks um, i mean uh, your family being supportive about it that's the best thing that can happen to a woman but there are a lot of women who don't get as much support but they still want to get on the motorcycle and ride uh, do you have any advice for them anything that they can do uh, how can they convince people or uh, just you know how you said you just brush off the stereotyping which yeah. you go through so like i said it happened with me also my parents didn't support it initially hmm. in fact i had when i was buying the motorcycle my parents didn't support me financially also i had to buy it on my own oh. and my dad in fact didn't talk to me for like around for quite some time because i had bought the motorcycle like without telling them or whatever yeah. but it eased up on them like so i would just say that you know logo ka kaam hai kehna so yeah. basically i would just tell them ki just go ahead with what you want to achieve in life yeah. just go ahead if you want to ride a motorcycle ride it because like i believe that life is short and right. you should be able to do whatever you want to do yeah. you should not be dictated by you know and especially uh, during covid times 
we must have realized all of us at least i did that we don't have a lot of time yeah like everything is really uncertain so if you want to pursue something if you want to not just motorcycling any aspect if you think that only stereotypes are stopping it i know it's very easy for me to say because like for me my parents eased up and like they got used to the idea but like some women might face a lot more difficulties uh, if they go against then you know yeah but i would at least ask them to try give it a try mm. and maybe they can learn on someone else's bike mm. and just see if it's for them and then they can decide yeah if they really want to do it and then if you know that this is what i want to do then there shouldn't be any stopping you and you just said that you bought your uh, bike on your own right. do you think financial uh, independence plays a role here should women get financially independent to pursue i mean that that holds true for almost everything that a woman right. wants to do but do you think it uh, even in motorcycling that plays a part oh it definitely does i mean what financial independence did for me was now someone else can't dictate where i can ride my motorcycle yeah. and which motorcycle i can buy and you know like i'm sure if my parents were paying for the motorcycle they wouldn't have allowed me to ride it on the mountains yeah they would have just told me you know just ride to work and back yeah. so all of those things do add to when you are like financially dependent on someone but uh it depends on scenarios and situations not everyone can be financially independent hmm, that's true so in that case i would just suggest that maybe you can save up yeah. and at least buy your own motorcycle and like most motorcycles are very fuel efficient that's true so it fuel costs are not going to be as high hmm. but uh, buying a motorcycle can be an yeah. expensive affair so i would just say save up or maybe just convince someone to support mm. you or buy just just buy a second hand bike which yeah. i did like no, i bought a second hand thunderbird it wasn't like of course it would have been expensive for some and it was expensive for me back then but i knew i wanted this so yeah. i just went ahead with it superb and uh, ivana coming to the safety aspect a lot of women or male also for that matter are Uh, really scared of getting uh, hurt crashing and uh, getting their uh, bones broken and all right. that have you had any such incidents uh, or uh, do I, you always ride with the uh, wearing a riding gear so i have had my fair shares of crashes and like i was saying earlier like when i was riding from delhi to uh, b yeah so because of someone else's mistake like this car just like bumped into me mm. and i fell down and this happened in chandigarh on the way okay and it was a totally new city for me mm. i didn't know anybody there and like i didn't want to tell my parents about it because i like i didn't want them to worry yeah so luckily my friend's brother was there with me so he helped me he took me to the hospital we got like basic first aid and everything but like yeah crashes are it definitely uh, affects your confidence hmm. like every time i had a crash it did hamper my confidence for a while yeah like but i think in the long run it was a good thing for me because it 
like i remember when i first started riding i was quite reckless like hmm. i would ride anyhow i didn't have like proper manners when it came to riding especially in the braking aspects like my bike doesn't have doesn't have abs yeah so what happens is when you're like you start initially like you tend to like brake hard and yeah. you tend to brake the front gears uh, you tend to hold on to the front brakes very hard hmm so every time i would do that i ended up falling down and i was like what is this happening because every time i would brake hard i'm just crashing and i would never went on to like you know ask a lot of people why this is happening i just thought maybe i'm reckless but later on i realized that you know this is what i'm not supposed to do yeah so crashing of course it slows you down or maybe it just it's like a barrier in your entire yeah. cycle but like i would say not to like give up after crashing like they say like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, stronger. i don't know if it made me stronger or not but i definitely learned a yeah, lot so yeah i mean it's a part and parcel i am sure every motorcycle motorcyclist has had a crash in his life like i'm sure you must have also had a crash definitely yeah so every one it's it's a part of motorcycling and you learn from it and i would say just like take it as a learning experience and move on with it yeah i would also advise everyone to wear uh, riding gear yeah because as uh, much as possible yeah and like two of my crashes have happened near my house like in the vicinity of my yeah. house and that's where most of the crashes happen because you are very reckless there yeah. because you know that okay this place i know the in and out of it and you don't tend to wear riding gear there correct so i realized it the hard way but our listeners can of course learn from our experiences and you know that's true and uh, since you just spoke about uh, you know grabbing the front brake a small piece of advice from me to every uh, woman male every kind of rider that it is always supposed to be squeezed not grabbed because right. uh, front brake is the right way to brake uh, like as racers do 20% rear brake 80% right. front brake but the way you apply front brake is what really matters it depends if you'll fall or if you won't right. and uh, you should always squeeze the front brake lever otherwise yeah, it will get progressively locked. and gradually otherwise it will lock up the front wheel and even i have been uh, practicing front braking a lot and so these small things uh, don't come overnight you have to practice True. every single day every small aspect like how should you brake how engine braking needs to be done how should you sit on the bike all right. of those things so this is a general uh, thing now um, another concern that most women riders have is the seat height of the motorcycle and the right. weight but now that i know you ride a thunderbird which mm-hmm. is not a light motorcycle yeah. at all so has the weight of the bike ever come in your way oh uh, not really actually this the thunderbird was my first bike yeah i mean like which is it, a big thing huh? yeah mm-hmm. like i knew from the very beginning that i wanted my first motorcycle had to be a royal enfield okay. because of like it was so like there are many like motorcycle enthusiasts they ask me how uh, you landed upon a royal enfield you know because it it involves a lot of maintenance and you know yeah. the older royal enfields they require a lot of maintenance and Correct. but i knew from the very beginning that i wanted this to be to be my first bike yeah so i went on with it and the weight uh, to be honest 
it didn't matter much because once you start riding you don't feel the weight correct so but also i am tall and hefty like i'm 5'9 hmm. so for me uh, it was much more easier than it would be for a lot more like the average sized uh, women yeah so i would suggest like when you're starting out you hmm. can just go for a lighter motorcycle correct but to be honest any women can ride any motorcycle that's true in fact any rider any male female whoever like they can start with any motorcycle but just to get the inhibitions out of your head uh, one can start with a lighter motorcycle and like initially you, you can like go for a motorcycle where your feet touches the ground yeah that gives you a lot of balance hmm. and it for it becomes easier for you to maneuver the bike when mm. riding in traffic or you know yeah yeah so for me it wasn't difficult with the thunderbird mm. and now since i've been riding it it's been almost 4 and a half years correct so now it just feels like you know it doesn't feel like it's heavy at all mm. so yeah that's something later on it doesn't matter as much so basically uh considering your case a motorcycle doesn't matter it's just which is a general thing that you shouldn't be uh, directly jumping on to a higher bigger displacement right. motorcycle yeah, which is more powerful yeah uh, it it the power delivery and the displacement should be um, suitable for a newbie right so doesn't matter if it's a male or female yeah. the motorcycle for a beginner yeah yeah Yeah. So I started riding uh I learned to ride on a Pulsar DTSI which my friend he lent it to me for riding Ranjan if you know. Yeah yeah. So he was willing to give it to me because he wasn't riding it and it was just lying around. So I started riding on that and it it's a very lightweight motorcycle and you know it's it wasn't in the best condition. like i felt that the bike would fall apart at any time but like <laughs> but i had no option because my dad wouldn't let me ride his motorcycle yeah so i went on with it and bilal from our team okay. he was also very courageous enough to you know <laughs> teach me how to ride and okay. in many cases there were like near death experiences where <laughs> i was going to crash into someone while learning how to ride it yeah but uh now when i look back at it it feels like you know it was just a tiny blip correct it doesn't now i can say that i can ride anywhere yeah and on any motorcycle yeah. so initially it's just like maybe for the initial one two months you might feel and then once you're used to it you can ride any motorcycle right and for my listeners i want to uh bring this to their notice that there's this there's one women I've seen her uh, video on YouTube. She mm-hmm. uh, takes parts in uh, rallies right. and proper grueling rallies, which are very intense and extreme level rallies. And okay. she's very short. Oh. When she's on the bike, she can't uh, plant her feet on the, on the ground. But she, whenever she wants to stop, she just jumps off the bike. And when she starts rolling, she jumps back up again. Wow. So. Uh, I think I don't think there can be uh, any better motivation yeah, for women to Yeah, nothing should stop you like yeah. if you want to even guys like not everyone is like tall and you know correct but they ride big bikes so why should it stop women Yeah so there's nothing to like it's all in your head I feel that you know if anything that's stopping you it's your fear Correct So if you get past that 
and also i have there's this since i spoke to you about how bilal taught me not everyone has someone, someone to hmm. teach them how to ride and why i didn't pick up motorcycling for the most part was because i also didn't have someone who was willing to teach me how to ride again because like since i'm a woman no one wants to give their motorcycle to me to start riding you yeah. know because they have this thing they might just give it to their male friend hmm. but they won't give it to a female friend thinking ki are ladki hai to bike mat chala scooter chala yeah so in such cases at least i know of certain groups that teach riding there are certain small riding companies schools, riding schools yeah okay. where they teach women specifically how to hmm. ride and they have bullets only like wow. mostly royal enfield okay in their lineup so they teach it on that so yeah i mean you can search for that or you can just convince someone like just yeah. go and like plead someone to just teach <laughs> them because i have taught like three of my friends now three of my female friends oh. because they also were like you know we don't have anyone to teach us mm. so i was like that shouldn't be something that should stop you from you know so okay. as much as possible on my end i try to teach yeah someone else who might want to get into it i hope that was extremely inspiring for the women riders and uh, uh, so now for our listeners and to you also i want to just give a shout out to the women riders who are really making the nation proud by doing something commendable in the world of motorcycling and motorsports one of which is uh, aishwarya pise right who might got to interview i had the privilege to interview her oh, she is an inspiration for yeah. most women riders and i'm saying privilege because uh, she's the only indian motorcyclist to have won an international uh, motorsport competition right. fim and Baha. a very grueling challenging one as exactly well. yeah and uh, a lot of uh, red di himalaya uh, rallies also she has won mm-hmm. and uh, so when i had interviewed her i felt that even i am not doing enough in motorcycling you know the kind of True. stuff she does Uh, the kind of training she goes through mental physical uh, related to motorcycling the diet she follows yeah. it's just commendable what she is doing and there's another girl also anam hashim mm-hmm. who's the only indian to have won an international right. motorcycling stunt competition right stunting yeah. is something that a That's... lot of even male candidates don't pick up but right. uh, she's been doing some uh, great job so that's all for this episode thank you so much ivana if you want to give uh, something as an end note to our listeners what what would that be oh um, i think so i just hope that i inspired a lot more women to just go out there and ride without thinking much just pursue it like don't think twice about it just go ahead put your 100% and i'm sure you will get there just don't listen to people who pass uh, stereotypical comments you know yeah because these people are going to be there through every aspect correct so yeah i mean just if someone can drive a car if a woman can drive a car which is more challenging yeah. you know, more uh, there's more responsibility right. on your shoulders when you're riding such a huge vehicle exactly then yeah. riding a motorcycle shouldn't be hard yeah. so just get out there just ride and happy motorcycling yeah. if it ever happens in the future yeah 
थैंक यू सो मच इवाना थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस इट वाज अ प्लेजर टू हैव यू ऑन आर शो एंड थैंक यू एवरीवन थैंक यू टू आर लिसनर्स डू फॉलो अस ऑन ट्विटर इंस्टाग्राम एंड फेसबुक एंड राइट इन टू अर्स एट पॉडकास्ट एट बाइक वाले इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चन और सजेशन रिलेटेड टू द काइंड ऑफ पॉडकास्ट वी शुड कंडक्ट थैंक यू एंड विल सी यू अगेन